I've just watched uh, the documentary, the BBC documentary, Racism for Sale. And I'm angry, I'm hot, I'm sad. I don't know where to begin. But before I even go to the documentary, it reminds me of, of what one of the brightest minds in the in the West once said. If you've done biology, you know the, the DNA and the helix structure. So this artist who discovered that, his name is James Watson, back in 1992. So he said that he is inherently gloomy about the prospect of Africa because all our social policies are based on our, to mean the West, social policies are based on the fact that their intelligence is the same as ours, whereas all testing says not really. He also added that people who have had to deal with black employees find this is not true. And then I want you to remember in the documentary what Susu was saying, that you should not treat, you should be called towards your African employees. You should not treat them as people, you should not pity them, that about only what 15% have a conscience is that what he said or is it five percent so i look at that and i see a narrative that has persisted and and something else i want you to note about james watson he said that in 1992 in 2018 he reiterated what he said and this is what he said in 2018 uh, the journalist asked him have your views about the relationship between race and intelligence changed no, Dr. Watson said, not at all. I would like for them to have changed, that there have been new knowledge that says your nature is much more important than your nature. But I haven't seen any knowledge, and there's a difference on the average between blacks and whites on IQ tests. I would say the difference is genetic. Dr. Watson adds that he takes no pleasure in the difference between blacks and whites and wishes it didn't exist. It's awful, just like it's awful for schizophrenics, he says. Dr. Watson continues that if the difference exists, we have to ask ourselves, how can we try to make it better? <laughs> so you think about that and you think this is one of the worst brilliant minds and he thinks on a genetic level the fact that you come out with melanin your intelligence is low if someone that brilliant thinks that how much more someone who is not how much more someone like susu on this freaking documentary i'm not going to go into that whole debate about intelligence because there have been enough studies to show that the difference in IQ test comes primarily, primarily from the difference in, um, in, in environmental. And the fact that they test, so in an IQ test, for instance, if you've ever taken one online, you see they test English. Not every African speaks English. And even those who do, like, it's not their language. They're not testing Kikuyu. They're not testing... Uh, whatever i'm not going to go to, into that whole debate about intelligence all i know is that i've worked with incredibly intelligent people but my point with regards to this to this video is we and by we i mean africans we there's nothing we can do 
about what someone decides to believe, right? We cannot go and hammer into someone's brain and force them to see us as who we are. But what they think doesn't change who we are. What they think, what someone else's think, especially the negative, doesn't change that you're smart. It doesn't change that you're capable. It doesn't change that you are capable of so much more. Society might have told you there is a ceiling. Um, everything that you hear around you might have told you there is a level you can't get to because you're black. But that is not the truth. The truth is what you know and what you know you can do. And what you can do is so, 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 so much more. I want you to think about this for a second. Okay, I'm, I'm a writer and I run a, a newsletter. Uh, com, And we talk about really the conversation on using technology to drive effective change th that will make Africa not an afterthought, right? We want to get to a place where Africa is not an afterthought, where it participates fully in the global economy. And one of the articles I wrote or one of the pieces I wrote we were talking about uh, about mobile money in Safaricom and the fact that Kenya is the birthplace of mobile money. Like literally, Kenya is the birthplace of mobile money. That That is the capacity that we do have. And I'm just giving one example that is easily recognizable. When people talk about financial technology today is we call it fintech in tech when people talk about fintech today kenya is always part of that conversation because of this movement that they gave birth to that is the capacity that you have as an african and i'm sorry there's so much more that i can mention but i need to mention something that is instantly recognizable and then pesa is in regards to to, to the capacity that Africans ha African and Africans have and what they can do. So I need you to think about that and realize your capacity, your capacity is is stratospheric. That was that word. That's that's how high your capacity is. And that others don't think that of your capacity doesn't make it true. And we need to get to a point where we set our own value. Because once you set your own value, other people will meet you at your value. They can think whatever they want to think. But the only thing that matters is what you think. And once you've set your value and you've set your value at, at the highest setting, like Eventually, they will have you to. They'll have to meet you other value. Think about what the English did with English, right? They set it as like the most enviable language, and the rest of the world has had to adjust and meet them at their value. So I see a video like this, and I'm mad, and I'm sad, and I'm pissed. But what it does is give me. It's we want to do more like when i talk on not an afterthought and i say we want to make africa not an afterthought 
my background is technology so of course i lean towards technology use technology to drive change that makes africa not an afterthought in anipia changa moto it gives me motisha what's that in english it gives me encouragement to want to get there because i have set that value and i know i know that i know that i know that africa is not an afterthought and it might not be so right now but you're freaking getting there and the rest of the world will adjust to that value we have said that we are not an afterthought or i have said i guess i should say i truly believe africa is not an afterthought as you watch this video yes be pissed cry if you have to but once you're done be part of the generation that will set your value be part of the african generation that will set a certain value that the rest of the world will have to adjust because that is all that matters what you think of yourself not what others think of you <laughs>